everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin Parker, one of your other hosts. Previously on this show, we've been going through the MCU in historical order scene by scene, and still we're doing that until the end of time. That's right, Colin. And for a more specific previously on, we'll have uh, me doing that in just a sec. But before we do that, mm-hmm. just everyone, audience, just hold on one second. We have a guest, and I, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tease it a little bit. Uh, this is a, a Red Skull episode, so audience, remember when I tricked uh, our friend James into oh, being the Red Skull uh, so Maven? of uh the timeline scavengers universe well it's james back because it's a it's a it's a red skull episode hi hi james new james hi i'm back and yay i don't mind being a maven because maven eliminated the undertaker from the royal rumble so that's a good thing and it means nothing to anyone but me and that's fine and that edgar Allan poe poem too yep quoth the maven (laughs) quoth the maven (laughs) Uh, but see, it's it's great that this is the analogy or the, the, the thing that you're going for, because this show is quite an undertaking. Mm. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. And so with that, that was my attempt at We're throwing anything into kind the Kind of raising cane here? Hey, hey, there we go. Oh, uh, boy. Hmm? Anyway, so Did James, you got a thing for us? Yeah. Okay. So, he, hey, so this is... Uh, uh, the third episode that we're recording of 1944. So we're more than halfway through the movie. I'm going to bring in something new for how we do this show for me. You don't have to do it, Colin. Don't, no pressure. It's just, this is going to improve the show vastly. So um, just, I'm joking. Maybe. Uh, so I would like to, before I do a summary or anything else, uh, do sort of, Previously, what has happened in the movie, because we don't record these in order, we're recording this on uh, August 6th, 2022. Uh, sometimes it's easy to lose sight of, wait, have they done yet that yet? Where are we in the thing? For me, for sure. Um, no, just me? Okay, cool. Um, so, I'm just joking. <laughs> so, uh, just real quick previously on, and then we'll get into the, to sort of normally how we do things. Uh, Previously on uh, Timeline Scavengers, Captain America and the Howling Commandos spent most of 1944 taking down Hydra bases. Easy peasy. It's a montage. Montages are meant to be uh, summarized in one sentence or less. Less than a sentence. That'd be wild. So today (laughs) we are talking about uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, starting at one hour, 21 minutes and 12 seconds and ending at one hour, 21 minutes and 49 seconds. And here's what happened. Red Skull is pissed. He's mad at Zola for the delays caused by, quote, a simpleton with a shield, end quote. Zola contends that he's a weapons manufacturer, Jim, not a a weapons shooter. Sorry. Damn it. Zola contends that he's a weapons manufacturer, Jim, not a weapons shooter. I should really emphasize my things more. Schmidt tells Zola to finish his mission before the American finishes his. Then a Hydra commander? He's in a suit is brought forward. He apologizes to Schmidt, saying they fought to the last man. Schmidt says, evidently not, and blasts him out of existence. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Good way of saying that. Yeah, this... Before we... I want to get into thoughts, feelings. This is maybe 
possibly a short episode. It does have an Avengers ensemble because that man does have a name. And that's what my uh, my uh, Zoom nickname is. This is a credited actor, accredited character with an actual name, um, In- which is absolutely okay. wild. Fascinating. Yeah. And they never say it. Nope. Uh, They're never I, like status report air vault. Right, exactly. And I was just like, uh, hi, hi, it's me, it's me, uh, Ro- 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 Rosa Velt. Oh, um, Bow Boo. <laughs> that was funny. Though. I was gonna go for Rudy for some reason. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So very, very similar. He uh, was blasted out of existence and then reappeared in uh, in Illinois in mm. the movie Rudy. The movie. Yeah. Um. I still haven't gotten the novelization checked back out from the library, so I can't look just yet to mm. see if it's like a whole chapter of backstory on right. of felt. that one guy. But, <laughs> yeah, fucking libraries, man. Um, and I say that even I know we're joking. I have like at the t- at the snap of a finger downloaded the novelization like five times, so like I'm allowed to to uh, to miss on one. Um, but before we get into anything else, uh, what? How did we feel about this? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm all over the place. The blanket I'd like to think of this under is this felt like the end. If if Captain America: The First Avenger was a television show, this would be the end of an episode. Like it would be like evidently not. Blam credits. Like you know, produced by Henry mm. Winkler, sort of deal. If this was on Disney Plus. Right, exactly right. So, um, or but it was on Disney Plus, but Disney Plus as it existed as a uh, paid, uh, paid cable television channel in like 1987, because you know the end credits in like a freeze frame and sort of like he makes a joke to Zola and they laugh and it freeze frames on them uh, is sort of what I was thinking about. Um, it's sort of a world of my own. So, what do we think about this scene? It was a scene, most certainly. Yep. Um, yeah. Really, really big close up to start it, and I, <laughs> I, I, uh, I have been doing my best not to watch the rest of the movie. I want to mm-hmm. keep good, myself good, good. pure for Red Skull. Absolutely. Mm, I don't. As that was not so many people. Yeah. Well, we're just gonna push forward, push through it. Um, <laughs> that that, oh. uh, that comic book arc Ooh. was wild. Absolutely <laughs> wild. Um, it was. Fine, like you said, the the guy isn't identified. He's just shot yeah. with the excellent caption of laser firing, which was <laughs> exactly. useless to someone who has never heard of laser fire. However, right, you know, right. Um, yeah, uh, my my. They should make an onomo onomato poetic uh, like you know bzz. pew parentheses laser fire, firing. <laughs> Um, the the only big note I took was that the the same AI. Uh, what is that note? Wow. Uh, the only main note I took was that the same special effects kind of hiccups that happen mm-hmm. with Baby Steve also show up with Red mm-hmm. Skull, where he looks really shiny, just really red, yeah. really shiny. It's not terrible, but like I watched the scene, you know, four or five times, and by the fourth sure. time, I'm like, I don't know, guys. Yeah, I know it was 2011, but ooh, that's a. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about if Red Skull sweats. <laughs> hmm. Can he? Is that physically possible? Is, does he have sweat glands in the skull that would mean lead to a shiny skull if it was perhaps a humid day? Well, okay, because here's the thing: is that like his bone skull showing, or exactly. is it that like everything has sort of sunken in and it's just a very thin layer? 
of whatever is left underneath this meat, you right. know, that's barely covering his skull. Yeah. Because I, I feel like for sure that can't be just straight up bone, right? Well, see, here's the thing. Red Skull was introduced as a dude that wore a Red Skull mask. Mm-hmm. And then I believe there was a, a time early on where he took off the Red Skull mask and it was a Red Skull underneath. <laughs> so it was that sting. And I think it was supposed to be like, then. exactly. It was sting it was like, then it's sting. Exactly. Uh, or the airplane, like, take off the glasses, you know, yes. all, you're mm-hmm. still wearing glasses. Um, I think it was supposed to be like, ooh, spooky, it's a skull. But thinking about it in terms of, like, this is real life <laughs> is like, but is that bone, though? Like, why Why is his bones red? That's my question. And sometimes Because of all the sweat glands. <laughs> it's covered in sweat glands. Sometimes something seems like a bone. It like It's really hard like a bone, but it's not a bone. Mm-hmm. This happens. Mm. I'm not going to. It's a mask. Yeah. Is this what certain websites mean when they say Redbone? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the ones I've the Wikipedia is, yeah. article for Childish Gambino. <laughs> yes. Okay. There we or go. That's the a 1970s uh, kind of uh, country, sort of a, a country fried rock, Leon Redbone. <laughs> oh, I'm not familiar with that one. I'll have to. And then Redbone Google. was that band that sang. Uh, Come and get your love, right? Sure. I'll I'll vote for that. Sure. Guess is that actually? I think so. I think I'm not positive about the Leon Redbone thing. Hold on. I was about to make a, a fishbone joke. No, Leon and Redbone. Then... Leon Redbone was on SNL, and he was the he was the he's the he sounds like this. He's like the the Warner Brothers frog. All his songs, he was like, yeah, but like, but what if that was um, what if Tom Waits? Content Hello, was sung man. as the WB Frog is what Leon Redbone was. Michigan J Frog is that who you're talking about? A, a little bit, a little bit, but se- but like you know, serious songcraft. But but again, yes, yeah, sung like that. Um, I don't know why I'm clicking on this Wikipedia. Hold on one sec. I know this is. Are you looking up Michigan J Frog? Like I am happening? not. I'm looking up uh, Redbone. The band sang "Come and Get Your Love." Yeah. Okay, there we Come go. Come get your love. Come and get your love. Michigan. Which will will be featured in the in a far distant future in the movie Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's true. It will come back. Yeah. What's that? Uh, like three so, three four weeks away, probably from here. You know, if you uh, the thing is, if you time sure. travel, and you have to just put the things together and then poke a pencil through, and that's that's in every piece of media. So yeah, for some people, three or four weeks for sure. Get that wormhole going on. Easy, easy now. Watch it easy now. Um, okay, so getting us back on track. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, you are correct. Where like it's also only on that close up where I feel like he really feels shiny or glisteny. Yeah. Um, because like once they pull back, it's it just seems like it probably is some sort of prosthetic or something like that because he yeah. does at times Hugo Weaving actually wear. A thing, yeah. Uh, and then he has like motion capture dots on certain parts of his face, I guess, so that certain parts of the mask probably can't move. So right. they're kind of removed, like some of the muscles, like within like the mouth region, stuff like that, and the nose, for example. I know is done in post uh, or the lack thereof, essentially. Right. Um, so I'm assuming that like part of that glossiness just comes from rendering the rest of the face, but like then right. you're super close up on it. 
Um, cause like when he's farther out, he seems just like, like if you would just see a guy with his skull out, which I don't know how to hanging that. skull. Hanging like, skull. Like, yeah, I mean, just hanging skull, like on a like a daily my basis. My favorite like, new kids on the block album, hanging skull. Yeah, that's I feel like that's it, that's what they would look like. Yeah. Um, but I also think that like this is such a classic villain scene. Mm-hmm. Like to me, nothing describes like classic movie style. Absolutely. Villains. As the line of like, we fought until the last man, it goes, evidently not. And yeah. then just boom, shooting up. Like the fact that he's not like, mm, thank you for sharing the message that I knew. Like, thank you for giving me the, all this information so I have something to go off of. Let me now move you somewhere else. Like the fact that he's like, mm, this is good information, but you didn't fight because right. you're a coward. So I will kill you right. as you should be. Bam. Yeah. This scene is so stressful for me. Um, mm-hmm. Because it is the reason why, like, you know, aside from, like, evil and, like, it would make me a Nazi and all these other things, I don't want to be a henchman for this exact reason. Because the thing I hate most in my job is when I get blamed for, like, my boss screwing up. And this guy d- dies because the Red Skull had not anticipated that Captain America was going to be... Right, so that the ass. movie star was kicking ass, yeah. Right, right, yeah. The um, actor? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I also feel like this is one of those scenes where we've had a lot of scenes where they lasted far too long. Yeah. And we were like, you could have done this in half the time. Like, if you're going to give some sort of exposition or at least like a, a scene setting yeah. kind of situation. But like this one, I felt like perfect time. Like, I oh, get that all the time, I th- yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the in the scenes that you Purple write and uh, and for, right for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Absolutely. Um, I think that this is because this is such a like a tale as old as time. Like the oh crap, the supervillain is mad. It's like we know the beats of the thing, and I don't mean mm-hmm. like it's cliche or all that. It's you know it's necessary for moving from Steve's skill is improving. We need to move into the last act. And in between there is the, oh, my plans. I'm ratcheting up to another level of psychopathy that that I previously wasn't at before, which sets right. you up for that last act of... Uh, like, because he also has to start moving faster. Right. To, to exactly. keep him, yeah, to keep yeah. him from catching up to Redder, him. Redder, more yeah. scullier. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If 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 he was a, a 90s sequel, 100%. Right. Rendezvous at Hydra Castle Part 2, Electric red, Boogaloo. Redder Sculler. Mm-hmm. Uh, two Red, Two Skull. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what's one more? Um, Two's funny the, enough. <laughs> Don't go for three. <laughs> the Skull Reddening. Mm. The Phantom Red Skull. Three Ninjas. High Skull. Th- re- Ooh, I like that. Mm, That's very yeah, good. Yeah, okay. There we go. That was the one, I think. Um, now yeah, I'm in a three I, ninjas crossover. <laughs> I, yeah, hey, I, I, yeah, go ahead. Tomorrow is the 30th anniversary of three ninjas coming up. The first Did one, you just have that in the chamber. Oh, um, I'm listening so, to, or I'm watching, 7th, listening to, and and uh, watching TV shows of all the stuff from uh 1992 because it's 30 years ago. 
And uh, so I hate yes, that it's not in the chamber so I, I much as it's one of my tabs. Okay, I just I just hate I hate that that was thirty years ago. I yeah. want to die. Also, thirty years ago, just while we're here, um, uh, Unforgiven, that uh, Clint Eastwood movie that won a, a Best Picture, and three movies I've uh, I've never heard of. So, what are the three movies? Uh, London kills me. Raising Cain, which is something we have already said on this podcast, which is That's wild. crazy. And then Whispers in the Dark, which is my favorite uh, They Might Be Giants song. So, um, yeah. So two movies and then three other movies happened, too. So two movies and one fast food so chain. A bunch of movies with no Raising significance Cain. and three ninjas. Got it. Right, right. Yeah, right. Two, two, two nin- three ninjas. A guy, a three, girl, and a pizza place. Absolutely. Three Ninjas was an interesting follow-up to Two Princes, <laughs> I felt like. Spin Doctors moving into film was absolutely wild. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe that that was the third installment of One Piece, which had already started in 1992. And somehow is still going. Yeah. Um, thousands of episodes later. I've never watched a single one. I, I mean, it's a, it's a thing you watch and not read? Also, I don't yes. watch or read either. Oh, okay, great. Me neither. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, me neither, okay? I'm not I'm not super super like okay, I'm not like a major major anime person. Mm-hmm. Occasionally there will be one where I'll be like, "Okay, I'm into that. I'll I'll check it out." Like My Hero Academia, which is kind of like what if X-Men kind of situations were just anime? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cuz it's mm-hmm. all like teen heroes like learning how to be heroes in a school. Right. Um that sort of situation. Uh, and it's like a genetic thing, but yeah. like, then you're like, "Hi, here's a thousand plus episode series right. about a pirate boy with stretchy limbs." Hmm. Is that what that's about? Cool. Kind of. I think that's what I've gathered from like maybe like twenty seconds overall of seeing a trailer for something and going, "Yeah, not for me." So it's like our Fantastic Four means death. There what? we go. Got it's it. It's a pirate yes. and stretchy limbs. Okay. Yes. All right. That uh, that one was a stretch. Mm, okay. Like it. Yeah. Thank you. Like it. Uh, but I, th- yeah, I, I honestly though, like other than things that we have just mentioned though, like I don't don't know how I got so far off topic and with that tangent there. Three ninjas. But, yeah. Oh, three ninjas. Okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, so, but for this scene in particular though, like there's not much else. Yeah. For me personally, to talk about, I I like the scene. It is like a little like you know yeah. I don't know how to describe that feeling per se, but other than just like you get a little anxious and you're like, oh, that guy's gonna get blamed for something that's not his fault. Yeah. Typical upper management issue, um, where they just sort of like, like fire the guy. Stuff. Yeah, he gets fired. He gets fired from life. Um, yeah. for like something else that's not really his fault. Uh, <laughs> I and, didn't murder uh, him. Yeah. Let's just say I fired him from life. Yeah, there you go. That's exactly, that's, I mean, eventually that's how I assume I'll go. Yeah. Fired I'm not sure life. who will do it. Yeah, I assume I'm hoping for fired, fired from life. Canon. Um, for you, not me. Um, <laughs> I see. So, uh, real quick, before we uh, throw the kid in the river, let's just uh, do a quick Avengers <laughs> Ensemble um, for, oh, sorry, Avengers Ensemble. Avengers Ensemble. So, Manager Velt, I don't know if Manager is his first name. That's his title, for sure. Or his title. That's, 
corporal manager belt. Everybody, yeah. everybody really aims for manager in the military. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, when you think about it, that's probably why he's also in a suit, right? He's probably not even actually oh, military. He, I, the the synopsis that I read somewhere, somewhere was like he he was the manager of the factory, right? So it wasn't even his job. Like he he's wasn't like a, a soldier, citizen. right? He's right. just like a yeah. He didn't take on you, the you know guy in with a super Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Mister yeah. uh, Mister Salt with the peanuts. He's Mister Salt, but with uh, guns. This is yeah. so that would be like saying Augustus Gloop fight Captain America, and he's right. like, "What? Sorry, oh. I was making chocolate, yeah, or eating chocolate," and he's like, "Hmm." Except it. it's Mike Boom. TV as Captain America. Oh man, yeah. Man, I wish I could draw cartoons. Um, <laughs> this is a man named Patrick Monkeberg. Um, that's M-O-N-C-K-E-B-E-R-G, because you can never have too many consonants. Um, he has been in almost nothing. So I want to talk about the thing that he is in one episode of, which is called Bone Kickers. <laughs> what? <laughs> The title of it is Bone Kickers. Yeah, you have my attention. Here's the synopsis. Yes, English archaeology professor Dolly Parton, Mm. Dolly Parton's team handles high-profile, notably relic finds. Often, those prove relevant in the present, as such, and/or as symbol for a cause. So the team runs personal danger on top of their messy, messy love and other personal lives. Is there is there a Usually thought? this story, is made in another country? In Usually the story of the object is mainly told in an opening gambit and the episode's final. Probably they mean finale. <laughs> I don't know whose problem that was. I might have copy-pasted that word bad, but uh, I believe this is an English television program. And yet, it's written in a non-existent Welsh. language. Yeah, it cut. They cut out all the, all the um, important words. Yeah, this is. It has the. Hold on. And just so, just so we're all very clear. Sure. Uh, wait, how come Dolly Parton isn't the first and most? person if it's the show about i believe i actually don't know is it just I, a character named dolly parton yeah it's not actually- uh, no, no no his name is gregory parton and they call him dolly parton so yeah it's hugh bonneville who plays um dolly parton i thought i knew him but i don't um he was in notting hill uh, hey you know who is in it gugumbathara yes and also, um, to a lesser extent, this guy, Monkeberg, <laughs> who is scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, He's only in one episode, right? right? Guess who is also in this show? Patrick Monkeberg. He plays Gruber. Who? James Darcy. Is that, uh, is that a Jarvis? That's Jarvis, yeah. Man. Guess who's also in this show? Who? Shauna McDonald. Who's that? I don't know. So, <laughs> you know, um, I'm, I'm just learning that I actually guest starred in an episode of the show. 
Wow. I bone they actually called you first. Yeah. Bone wow. kicker. Get James on the I was the just phone. in the background. I forgot all about it, but looking it up on uh, on IMDb <laughs> there. I am. Wild. Wow. They got everyone. I mean the bone good news kicker is, is the for one you, that everyone's on. Is technically they say on like the main page, two thousand eight to two thousand eight. But if yeah, you click it was six on like episodes, the episode, like. if you like click on like the like cast by episode kind of thing. It says 2008 to, and then there's no number. So, James, you could probably, like, rally for them to make another season of this where you are the main character. Oh, I forgot like, about this. He, I should be Bone Kicker. He mostly played... I don't think Bone... Ki- okay. No, I understand what you're saying. No, I, yeah. I, but I think I, that I, when I you bring it back, it back... Because I agree that there should be a character named there Bone There should Kicker. be a character named yes, Bone Kicker. absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And his like, brother like Bone Die Hard took out all those, uh, those Right, people. exactly. Three minutes of Bone Bone time. Um, so I think I remember that this guy mostly plays Nazis. <laughs> like he, he's One like, of those, yeah. Uh, in this, because it's like, um, when a British World War I tank is found in France... With remains inside, tensions between the British and the Germans escalate, and I and he plays someone named Gruber. So I can only imagine. Well, that's World War One, though, right? So at least there's that. Right. So they weren't Nazis; they were just German. Right. He looks like a um, McElroy. Have we looked at him real quick? What's this guy's name? Bone again? Kicker. G- uh, Patrick Patrick Monkeberg. <laughs> Patrick Bone Kicker Monkeberg. He kind of does look like. He looks like Travis um, McElroy. He looks like a discount Travis McElroy. No, okay, you know what? It, you know those things where he you like, like combine two people's heads together. Okay. If you combine Travis and Justin and then put it on Wish, this is what but you would get. He looks like old Travis, like before I started listening, Travis. Oh, he yeah. does. But like then he has some moments with like Justin hair. Sure, sure, sure. You know sure, what I'm sure. saying? Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's where that's where I'm getting to. But he does have. Travis and no, Dicks. I'm just looking at the at the IMDb profile pic. I haven't yeah. gone through and, and looked. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that like this is definitely yeah. Travis pre beard. Yeah, some steely eyes. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Weird. Anyways, Patrick Monkeberg, Bone Kicker, McElroy. <laughs> yeah, Kickleroy. Patrick mm. Bone Kickleroy, a bone kicky from Kinnicky. Should I kick the bones into the river? Wow. Yeah. So okay. let's get the bone kickers over there because we're going to find some remains. All that remains left to do is to do so. All media. that remains left is to say, uh, if you want to find this podcast, you can find us on Twitter at Timeline Scav. If you want to follow, whoop, if you want to follow the network that we're a part of, you can follow at Scavengers Net. If you want to find me to talk about how you want to be a bone kicker, uh, you can at me at Colin M. Parker. Uh, if you want to tell James Anderson about how you also would like to be a bone kicker, uh, where can people find you, James? Uh, well, if you want to discuss my favorite Ramon song, I Want to Be a Bone Kicker, you can find me on Twitter at Unabashed James. And if you want to be a bone lick, uh, kicker, uh, you can reach out Oops. to James Wilcox at Bone Licker. Just Bone Licker. A bone liquor. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Hold on. Uh, no, I'm actually <laughs> James yeah. underscore librarian. If someone goes and buys bone liquor or something like oh, that. Oh, bone liquor sixty nine is already taken. God damn by a Pansexual, it. submissive trans woman. I hate so. to see other people live my dreams. Oh, there and Michelle also Copeland also has liquor. all caps bone liquor. So <laughs> yeah. damn. 
Okay, we Bone Liqueur has us. been taken. I love this. So I thought about like, what if you change it to like liquor, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you ta- change oh. it to bone liquor, it's Jason Bowman, uh, whose only tweet is His checking emails. Liquor. God Ooh. damn it. His bone All the tweet. good ones are taken. It is on August 17th, 2009. <laughs> checking emails. And I, you know what? Some people say that he's still checking He never cleared his inbox. Yeah. (laughs) Never cleared it. Still so much to go. The tragedy Um, of bone liquor. Absolutely. Yeah, it it gets to you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, let's finish up this show. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, If you would like to follow the gentleman who made the music that you hear at the beginning and the end, you can follow Nick Bramald at N-B-R-A-M-A-L-D or Nick Bramald Composer co.uk. Please do not talk to him about bone kicking. Uh, he is very adamantly bone protection. He, um, tr- he's the trombone kicker. The trombone. That, okay. Uh, anyway, that is going to do it for us on this episode of Timeline Scavengers. As always, I'm Colin Parker. Someone who doesn't know how to describe a ska band calling them the trombone kickers is really funny to me. I'm James Anderson. And I'm James Bone Licker. It's Excelsior. Welcome to Quick Cuts Barbershop. How can we help you today? Hi there. I was looking for a trim. We can absolutely help with that. How much are you looking to take off? Not much. Just a couple of snips. Did you say snips? Uh, yes. Is that a TV with arms and legs? How is it talking? Snips is one of my favorite things to talk about. It's the Scavengers Network Indie Podcast Showcase. It's a weekend of great live shows from indie podcasts and creators, and it's free! That's not what I meant by Snips. That's right! Snips is returning for its second year, where performers and podcasters from the Scavengers Network and friends from outside the network will be live-streaming shows for your entertainment. That sounds pretty great. But where did you come from? I'll tell you where you can watch this fantastic weekend of fun! Twitch.tv forward slash The Scavengers Network, Facebook.com forward slash The Scavengers Network, or the website for the showcase, www.snipshowcase.com. That sure is convenient to have it in so many places to watch the stream. When is this going on? What are you doing? I I don't know. Maybe if we humor it, it'll go away. September 16th and 17th. You can find out more information by going to www.snipshowcase.com. See you on the 16th. Aw, did it have to break another window on its way out? Okay, that was weird, but I'm going to mark my calendar for this showcase. It sounds fun. Where are you going? Don't you want a haircut? (laughs) No need. I'm going to get all the snips I need on September 16th and 17th. Why did they break a window? The Scavengers Network Indie Podcast Showcase, happening September 16th and 17th. Check it out online at www.snipshowcase.com.